Hey listeners, Johnny here. I wanted to pop in here because in this arc, we're getting into a more human kind of horror, which means things get real. I'll be getting into some of the implied traumas in our characters' pasts. There are specific content warnings in the show notes, and if those are things that are difficult for you to hear, you'll want to be careful with this arc. Take care of yourselves, we love you all, and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the Monsters Playbook, a real play Monster of the Week podcast that's truly a group effort. A special thanks to each of my players for their contributions, and a special you're welcome from me for taking all their contributions and somehow making something cohesive out of it. Just kidding. Or am I? I'm not. Or am I? On this episode of The Cover Story, knowledge is more than power. It's a threat. The deeper the team looks into the truth of things, the more layers they peel away of what they thought they knew. What is the drum truly after? Where do Mark's powers actually come from? What is the real nature of Tiff's association with the Queen Concealed? And most pressingly, what is the director's real name? I'm Sarah and I play Tiff Torres. I'm John and I play Mark Clayton. I'm Lauren and I play Kira and Anna Ashwood. I'm Maya and I play Casey Davis and Theo Nessos. I'm Johnny and I play literally everybody else. So here we go. John, you mentioned you were taking another move from Mark. Mark leveled up, and um, I decided to take what I need when I need it, which basically allows me to store any small object I own and put it in a magical space so nobody can that no one can get to. And I haven't decided what I want to put there yet, and that is confirmed with the team. So that's where we are. I think that makes sense because it would be sort of somehow tangentially connected to like your teleporting ability where you can go to and from there, but it would just be in sort of a secure pocket within someplace only you can get to. Yeah. Yeah. That's ultimately what I was thinking there is um, because I'm able to kind of, you know, go from plane to plane like that uh, to be able to just reach through and play something somewhere makes, makes a lot of sense. So yes. And now ideally the conclusion. Oh, what do we do? What are you going to do? You're all in the same place, at least. I, as Casey, have a number of things that I want to do, but I don't know if any of you guys had anything you wanted to do, because mine is mostly just contacting people for help. I don't really have any major plans other than, yeah, like, I guess, trying to figure out if we can get John Grawl out of the director's mind, and then, yeah, I guess, stock up on allies, I suppose. Yeah, I'm hoping to, like, ask any allies that we have to come to share any weapons or information that they might have. I was thinking as far as Nathaniel Rose reaching out to Jeremy Stroud to see like what their status is as far as like dealing with Nathaniel Rose and if they know where he is currently. We also have potentially Vanya. She was working with Nathaniel Rose and we have her in Dawnbreak custody. Yeah. So I could I could talk to her. Yeah, and I was going to send Theo to talk to Mark's mom. But then if we wanted to go the route of probing the angel's mind, Theo can also do that, but I don't want to send her to do that alone. And I mean, I could potentially help with that as well. As I say, Torres can as well, because she is Dark Negotiator. You have Dark Negotiator. It's not Mental Dominion. Oh. And that's legal. Nobody said not to use that one. Okay. 
<laughs> I can use that and still have a girlfriend. <laughs> All right. So where do we want to start? First off, Casey's going to uh, bring the rest of her team in. So Diego and Gia, get them to come to the dress farm. Okay. I'm going to call mom. Okay. Roll manipulate someone. Oh, um, that's a six. I also, so I do have a move. It's not going to help me, but I figured I better mention it because it's about having a bunch of old friends. Um, I know a guy um, on a failure. The keeper chooses either. They can't give you what you need or they can, but you've pissed them off or exposed them to danger in some way. Okay. I think that makes sense. Yeah. He'll pick up. Casey Davis. Hey mom. Well, I hope this is a social call. Um, this is more of official. I don't know if you're familiar with the drum, but if you're available, we could really use yours and the rest of the Invisible Family's help. Well, as it happens, I'm on official business myself. We're in Spain, Casey. What's in Spain? Official business. Afraid I won't be able to offer you much more than advice. You could use Mark. I don't want to piss them off more. I don't really have a great track record with them. Okay, yeah. We could use anything you could give, and advice would be welcomed. Not only are we dealing with the drum, we're also dealing with John Grawl, as well as some sort of being called Mr. Green. Are you familiar with Mr. Green? By reputation. He's one of that, uh, lowercase pantheon. <sighs> Any idea how to find him or weaken his powers? Got his... Fingers in deep with the director at ears. Yeah, that that makes sense. Things like that, uh, our understanding is they man their powers manifest in our realm by way of a conduit. Champion, chosen one. Terminology varies based on, you know, how much you worship them. So, kind of something similar to the champions of the Guardians. Precisely. So if we find the champion, maybe cut off the connection. Sounds like you found your champion. Listen, Casey, I'm we're kind of in the middle of something over here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thanks for that bit of information, Mom. Yeah. And then I'll just hang out. I'm going to assume I have Darcy's number. Specifically wanting to get in contact with Gavin, Blake, and Darcy, but I figured Darcy's maybe my main contact with them. Mm-hmm. And to confirm, she remains armless. Like Kira never her, made her an arm of shadow. <laughs> yeah, her yeah. one arm is still just gone because she didn't want you to bring it back. Yep. Okay, so you call up Darcy. Roll manipulate someone here too. Night starting off great, guys. Well, I love this. Seven. Okay. Which means? Which means for the I know a guy, they can provide it, but you'll owe them a favor. Okay. So yeah, you call her up. I think she sounds sleepy. Hello. Hey, Darcy. Uh, this is Casey Davis. Um, I helped you back in Chicago. Mark's friend. Yeah. The ears agent. Yeah. What is, what um is it? I'm hoping I can ask maybe you or I don't know if uh, Gavin or Blink would know, but we are uh, actively going after the drum right now, and I'm curious, do you have any information on the director, or do you know of Mr. Green? Is that supposed to be his real name or something? 
Um, well, it's kind of complicated because there's also another name called uh, John Grawl. It's kind of complicated. But do any of those ring any bells? Do you have any information that might be able to help us take down the director? Look, we weren't really brought in as analysts. But if you need to wreck something or get someplace, I'll bet Gavin and Blink will work for you, but they won't work for free. You really think you can take them down? I mean, I'm going to go down fighting. Yours is like a second home to me, and being that it's corrupt and turning into something that I don't believe, I want to change it. And I also don't like what it's done to people like you and Gavin and Blink and the list goes on. Tell us where to meet you and uh, tell your friend I changed my mind about that arm. I'm sorry, you're going to have to be a little bit more specific. What? Who? (laughs) Saying I'm going to join the fight. No, I get that. But what do you... Okay. Yeah. uh, And Casey's going to give him the address of the dress one. Okay. Do you not know what she's talking about? No, I don't. Does Casey not know what she's talking about? Casey doesn't know the whole just just and stuff. What? Mark had offered to. No, I'm aware. I'm aware as a player. Maya Maya knows. Casey Casey does not. No, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Casey gives her the address, the dress farm. She was talking, and to be double clear, she was talking about Kira, who offered her a shadow arm. Oh. So you. So Maya doesn't know. (laughs) That she was talking about tell Mark that I'll do whatever the fuck. No. Oh. Tell your friend Kira that I changed my mind about the arm. (laughs) Okay. So much confusion right now. We have fun. I also wonder, Sarah, I remember we had talked about it in our like one-on-one session that you and I had, getting in contact with that pack of werewolves. I was going to bring that up too. Yeah. Because I couldn't probably find Jenna, who I think is their leader. Mm -hmm. She sure is. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, then is Emily still here? Mm-hmm. I want to talk to Emily. I'm sure you do. Hey, surprised you're still here. Why? We've got a party coming up. Need a nice dress. I'm just going to skip the banter or the snide remarks and just going to go ahead and fucking say it. Would you or I be willing to help? Or are you seriously that unwilling? With who you're going up against, I can't help. Can't or won't? I can't help. What about somebody else at eyes? There are no watchers who are willing to help. A practical same organization that does the same thing as you. You're just going to watch them burn. They do it to us. Fine. But I want you to know. Whatever happens... I hope that ears is standing on the other side and hopefully it's going to be better. I know that you and I started off on the wrong foot, but maybe one day we can heal old wounds. Aren't we the optimist? Going down fighting. Uh, roll manipulate someone real quick and continue to roll shitty if you, if you apply it all can. I'm switching my dice. Eleven. You know my circumstance prevents me from making a direct move against them. That doesn't mean I can't be there for moral support, or at the very least, 
to watch, if you've the space, or rather, the space. Can't stop a watcher from watching. Fair enough. All right, what else? What else you got in your arsenal? Um, where's Leth? Are you trying to talk to my girl? Without me? <laughs> I'm down to her. I mean, she's honestly probably sitting with Lieutenant Torres. Okay. I think that Casey goes up to them. So, obviously you're here to help. How can you help? What can you do? <laughs> Damn, girl. I look nervously at uh, Casey like... Mm. <laughs> well, it's been a while since I've un- properly unleashed my combat magic, but I can handle myself in a fight. What kind of combat magic? Force? Ice? Fire? What are we talking about? Yes. <laughs> yes, all the above? You really don't know who you're talking to, do you? No, I don't. You don't have to worry about me, Agent Davis. I've been alive for a long time and I intend to keep it that way. I think Casey's going to look at Tiff. For kind of confirmation. Just give her like an eyebrow raise, like, mm, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we can expect you in the fight? We shall look at Torres. Yeah. All right. Happy to have you. And then lastly, I want to call Jeremy Stroud. Okay. Now I'm putting shit in between you and action. You're getting his secretary. Jeremy Stroud's office. Hi, uh, this is uh, Casey Davis trying to reach Jeremy Stroud. I'm afraid he's not uh, available. He's in disposable mode. What is this call regarding? Nathaniel Rose. Just a moment. I think you hear him pick up the phone and like sort of end a conversation like he's ushering someone else and just being like, Yes, yes. Uh, Friday, anytime Friday. <laughs> I know you will. Oh, no, you won't. <laughs> Miss Davis. Hi, Mr. Stroud. It's been a month. Is that impatience I detect? A little bit. I'm on a short timetable. Wondering if you can uh, update me on your Nathaniel Rose situation. How's that going? It happens quite well. We found a bit of information and made a couple of moves that I think you might find uh, exciting. What kind of moves? Well, as it happens... Nathaniel and his little orders using a, they're using a lot of my family's properties for their various and sundry deeds, and I've simply called the ownership into question. So a good deal of his property is uh, is now mine. I also found some interesting information regarding his cash flow. The order, as it happens, is and has been for some time quite broke. But they've found an unwitting benefactor in the form of one Rex Crook. Yeah, we kind of know about that web. Do you know he's conning the old man? That Rex is? Nathaniel. Nathaniel is conning Rex. How so? He's been hired to perform a service that Nathaniel has no way of performing. That have to do with giving him a soul? Ah, I knew you were smart. Have you acquired a quote-unquote marketing agency that has one unaccounted room? That property that you've acquired? Here's some papers flip. Agency with an odd room. 
uh, a name might help, but nothing, uh, nothing springs to mind. Ability. Like possibility, but just ability. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Did not know that was part of the network. Put that on the list for you. Nice to have a ace in the hole, as it were. Just if you send anybody there, though, be careful, because that room is extremely dangerous. Is that where he's pulling the souls into? That's that's what our intel says. <laughs> so that's that clever son of a bitch. Nathaniel conjures into believing that he could find him a soul. As you know, the old man lost his own. But he wasn't looking for a soul for Rex. He was looking for an old friend. Perhaps you're familiar with John Grawl. Yeah, we know where he is. So, Rex is giving Nathaniel money, thinking that he's going to find him a soul for Rex. But in fact, Nathaniel's looking for a different soul completely. And he installed it. He took the, he got the soul of John and then he put it into In the, the director. He installed it, yeah. That's what the, the soul silo maybe helped to attract the soul and then they used the device to get it. The director. My records here, into one, uh, Evelyn Garrett Goldman. Wait, what? That's the host. The director's name is Evelyn? Is that the director's name? Generally known professionally as E. Garrett Goldman, but, you know, <laughs> legal documents and such. Or the nickname is what? E. Garrett Goldman. Hey, Do you have Nathaniel's location? Not at present. This is how this is done. You drive them underground and then you flush them out. We're merely midway through phase one, my dear. You're a businessman, right, Jeremy? Of course. First and foremost. I might have a bloodhound that can flush Nathaniel Rose out. If we get him, maybe we can make a deal. You are a very interesting agent, Casey Davis. All right, we'll discuss your bloodhound. In the meantime, I'm afraid I have a hard stop. I do have one last question, and then I'll go let you go to whatever gala or dinner date that you have. Is Rose's organization still going after... Tessa and uh, Sigma. In the short term, they're busy pulling their pants up from around their ankles. But in the long term? If I do my job right, there won't be an organization to concern themselves with your little girlfriend. And I'm sorry, why... Yes, you are. Taking up enough of your time. I appreciate the information, Mr. Stroud. We will talk again soon. I know you do, and I know we will. And some good information. I want to figure out who the champion is for Mr. Green. Can Kira reach out to the City of Blood? It'll be tough. Why don't you roll plus weird? Okay. That's a 10. Okay. Hello, are you there? You get the distinct impression that you, um, you're sort of like party lining into another conversation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. Hey, hey, yeah, um, it's, it's really, I've missed talking to you too. I'm really hoping you could help me with some information I'm trying to find about Mr. Green. I believe he's, he's like you, he's a, a guardian. It sounds like you're the one coming to me with information. 
What do you know of him? And his champion? Roll manipulate someone. Hell yeah, that's 13 advanced move. Damn. Mr. Green hasn't had a champion in some time. Since the miserable business of his demise. But there is a current Mr. Green out there. There is always a Mr. Green. So who is the current Mr. Green or is there, does he not have a champion anymore? You get the feeling that he's sort of like breathing and stretching out his considerable consciousness. Now that is odd. There is a man-shaped footprint of him. Much like his old champion, but wrong. He was like you, a officer, leader, strings puller. But it but he's just a man now? I'm confused. It is confusing. This kind of thing doesn't happen often. His champion smelled like you and your friend. Like... Friend is he talking about? Casey, I want him to say blue blood and make it make sense somehow. Investigative. Strangely committed to humanity in the line between. Is it John Grawl? Or I should say the director of Ears? That's what they called him. He was a director. So if we were to eliminate this person that is Mr. Green or has Mr. Green's influence in him, would that effectively destroy Mr. Green? It would effectively remove his influence. And anyone who is controlled by him? He is controlled. Okay. Is there a way to sever that connection but not kill the person that would be the guardian? It can be done willingly. Interesting. Tiff. (laughs) I could release my champion at any time. You hear a very distant as though through water and foam. Hey! (laughs) Who's that? (laughs) She is my champion. I see. All right. Well, thanks for the um, for the help. Thank you for becoming interesting again. Oh yeah, what was it this time? <laughs> what it always is. Your blood. What does that mean? Why is my blood so interesting? City's not talking to you anymore. That was the end of the conversation. Okay. Mark Torres, what are you up to? Send Jenna a message on Facebook. (laughs) Hey, I don't know if you use this account anymore. (laughs) What will it say? Remind me, uh, out of character, Lauren, what Mm -hmm. our plan was, like why we wanted the werewolves. So the werewolves, we knew, we had intelligence that the werewolves had, their like pack had also been targeted by the drum. Um, Mm -hmm. So they like, it's kind of like common enemy type thing. I got it. Yeah. Enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yep. Yeah, I want to send... Are we friends on Facebook, first of all? (laughs) (laughs) If not, she gets a message like eight months later that she sees and is like, oh, shit, sorry, I wasn't there to help Tim. Sorry, (laughs) just getting this. (laughs) 
I think you are. Like, we don't have to be friends to be friends on Facebook. You know? Right, exactly. Like, I don't think you go on Facebook much these days. No. Do you need some help running up a message again? Yeah, actually, I was going to ask, maybe see if Leth wanted to help. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, should I start with like a, hey, how are you, dot, 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 hope things are well, or should I start strong with like, we have a common enemy? Like, is that rude, though? Do you need a friend, Tiff? Or do you need an ally? Well, it w- would be nice if she didn't hate me. I-, I guess you're right. Hey, dot, dot, dot. Hope you're well. We have a common enemy. <laughs> <laughs> have a plan to silence the music. <laughs> and then I do a drum emoji. <laughs> An emoji of a drum. <laughs> LMK, <laughs> if you want to help <laughs> oh that's terrible <laughs> i hand my phone to left <laughs> can you fix this i think left takes your phone and goes sure and hits send <laughs> god damn it <laughs> that seems to be i knew i liked that thing. girl <laughs> <laughs> tiff roll manipulate someone okay but it was such a good message 12. Nice. Can't win with less, but I can win with anybody else. I think she will respond like right away. You get the dot, dot, dots. I think she'll respond almost immediately and be like, you won't believe this, but I was just thinking about you. Aww. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> <laughs> More than a little surprised that you're alive. Haven't heard much out of you. But I suppose front lines and all. Tell me about this plan. Do you want to meet? We're at the... Can I invite her here? Should I invite her here? Uh, yeah. Tommy you, said, Tommy, you said you know her, right? She's cool? Her mom's a bitch, but she's rad. She's super cool. Yeah, I told her to meet us at the, res- at the dress barn. <laughs> She'll be like, wait, like, now, now? <laughs> if you... Whenever you want, but we're kind of planning right now. Oh, uh, yeah, she definitely, well, she would, she would have to for her pack responsibility. She definitely still lives in Lakeville. All right, give me an hour or two. She doesn't hate me, maybe. She'll have to find a babysitter, but it won't be hard to do because she has a she number has of people uh, in her thrall. Oh my God, Aww. Jen is a full adult with her fucking life together. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't go on Facebook. I say that to laugh. <laughs> She's going to look at you squinty-eyed and be like, oh my God, are you jealous? No, what? No, no, no. I don't, you know, I don't want all that. It's just like, damn, like when did everybody fucking get so old and have their lives together, you know? Like, good for them, I guess, if you want to be fucking basic. Yeah, no, no. (laughs) Not for me. Casey, tell if she's lying. (laughs) Oh. Are you lying, Tiff? Tiff, are you lying? Profusely. <laughs> I also think that is going to be like totally, totally basic. Is <laughs> Left lying too? Not no. <laughs> okay. Assuming you pass around the information you've got, Riley with both John's name and the director's name, Mm -hmm. 
since John is effectively possessing Evelyn, she has a way to kind of unfaze them. So like separate them? Or what do you mean by unfaze? Not necessarily. Because of the sort of degree of strength that John likely has, fully exercising him is not something that can be done remotely. Right. Aaron's working away in, On the, doing that, yeah. in the manager's office trying to build some kind of technology to do that. But in the meantime... <laughs> I like the idea that Anna is like helping Aaron, but literally is just like holding things for him. (laughs) (laughs) Would it make Vegas go faster if talk helped? Oh, absolutely, I'm sure. A hundred percent it would. Okay. I assume talk would be in there helping. Okay. So she can unfaze them. What does that precisely mean? It should, one, make whatever Aaron is doing work faster. Okay. So kind of like almost like destabilizing their connection a little bit? Yeah. Maybe lock away certain parts of Evelyn's proper mind and abilities. Mm -hmm. So did Kira find out that the director is also Mr. Green's champion? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Okay. And to be clear, is it that, is it John Grawl or is it Evelyn that is the champion? It's Evelyn. It's Evelyn? Okay. And to to be clear also about... Riley's sort of plan. The idea of it works by destabilizing the parasite and resurfacing the host. It should push Evelyn back higher up in the hierarchy in his own legs of control. Got it. Got it. But then what happens to John Grawl? Or like, where does he go? What happens to him? Does he just like go into the device? That's up to Aaron's device. Can Theo help with that? Like, when push comes to shove? I assume she will. I was going to say, Anna might be able to help, too. She has uh, one of her abjuration effects is that she can trap a monster. So maybe she could put, a, like, a glyph onto the helmet and so that once, like, we get him in there, keep him in there. Trapped, yeah. So separate John Crawl from the director. How do we... Because we also have to break the connection with Mr. Green and the director. Which I guess we can hope that the director can do that. If he does it willingly, otherwise I think one of the only other ways is probably to kill him. Based on the information I got from like Jeremy Stroud and what Riley's sharing and what Kira found out, does it sound like the director willingly had these beings take him over? That part's a little confusing because there's primary information to which you don't have access because it pleases me to do so. But the way like semi-OOC, like the guardian champion relationship is precisely what's going on with like- Why he's got those powers. That's that's where Tiff's powers had come from. Right, yeah. Like, I was gonna say it's not something you can be kidnapped into, but that is exactly what happened to Tiff. (laughs) I mean, It's different for every champion, and it's kind of hard to say. It's likely... He's been with him since the 80s. Yeah. So this has been something that's been with him for a while. Mr. Green has? Yeah, that was the last time that... that We found that out last session. The last time that the previous Mr. Green was deposed or whatever was in the 80s. So he's been with the director for like 30 years. 
at least. 40. Yeah. I, well, I wasn't sure which 80 year we were going right, with. Right, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. 30 to 40 years. Yeah. I'd like to, if possible, if, like, push comes to shove, last resort, then we potentially kill the director. But if there's hope, let's hope. I mean, and this is Anna speaking, I mean, to be clear, the director was responsible for the worst thing that Ears ever did. Let's just remember who we're dealing with. We'll go with whatever you say, Casey. Everyone deserves a trial. So prep zone, Aaron and Talk and potentially Anna. <laughs> She's literally just like, this is this the, the doohickey? Okay, here you go. <laughs> Not called a do. It's fine. Right, the, the spanner. So talk is actually helping, but Anna's deal is that when it's sort of done and ready, you want it to not only expel John Grawl, but also trap him. Yeah, I want to, because one of the abjuration effects I have is that you can trap a specific monster into a thing. So you can like, wait, where is it? Takes time to draw a glyph that completely traps a particular type of creature within its bounds. The creature cannot leave unless it finds a clever workaround. At the very least, it's sure to slow it down. And with that in mind, I want to like, because this is very important, I want to like make it like foolproof. Like I don't want any fucking clever workaround. Like, can I roll for that or something? Like- Yeah, roll plus weird. Okay, 10. Okay. You are reasonably confident. Okay. Question for the group. Do we still want to probe the angel? I was sorry, I almost said alien. (laughs) What now? We're gonna probe the alien? (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say I I wanted I wanted Kira to talk to the angel at some point. Maybe Tiff or Theo. I don't know who you had mentioned you wanted to maybe do something. And then I think Theo would talk to Mark's mom. So also, Aaron has some options for delivery method of this tech. Obviously, the way I think he's going to be most comfortable with is going to be a helmet, but then you'd have to like put it on him. Mm-hmm. He can also make it like a, um, the, the blueprint that he's sort of drawn is, it's like a, an X with sort of three to four inch circles at each point and at the center that have these like spikes that if you could attach that to him, it would uh, be more difficult for him to remove, potentially work faster and also hurt. (laughs) I say we go with that one. Mark, did you also want to go to the angel? Yeah, Mark has has some unfinished business with that angel. Yeah, I think... I think Mark was in the process of thinking about doing something else, but yeah, uh, I think he'll go over when he sees you guys going to the, the angel. Okay. Kira's gonna kind of give you a look and be like, "You're not gonna make any sudden movements, right?" I would have done it by now if I really wanted to. Good point. Tell me about this uh, this Roe character. What's she like? Hot. <laughs> oh, you know, powerful. Spontaneous. I didn't realize she existed until a little bit ago. Great sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't know. And I think I finished, like, Mark gets nervous that he's being watched or whatever. And so he message, messages Kira uh, telepathically and just says, I, I don't know if I can trust her. 
Well, take it from me as a girl who's had lots of people can talk to her in her head and have tried to use her. You're not alone. We're here. I think Mark just nods and we just continue walking towards Angel. Yeah, I think. And I think I was having Yuna um, was kind of keeping guard over him. So I'll kind of just like nod to her and head in. Tiff is coming with too, right? Yeah. I tell Leth to text me if Jenna shows up. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think Kira will like grab just the wall, honestly, because I think she'll just kind of lean against it and look down at the angel. Do you have a name, by the way? Also, do I see any tethers, angel? Oh, you see a big one around his neck. That was the, yeah, that was the where the charm was that was basically making him subservient to the director. Ah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Okay. I think, I don't know that I've mentioned his, what his voice sounds like, but I do think it sounds like the distant, pleasant ringing of bells. And he'll say, When my name mattered, it was T-Ryle. T-Ryle. Why wouldn't your name matter now? What made you fall from grace? What a silly question. Sin. And now, there is no one to tell me apart from. According to who? My master. But he's not really your master anymore, is he? But of course he is. Someone else is wearing his skin. Did you know that? It doesn't matter. It's his voice I'm bound to. Is it really? Or is it the man? His mind? Are you trying to give him a clever workaround? I am. <laughs> Reboot him. You said he's technically loyal to John the director. to the director, not John yes. Grawl. But John Grawl is the director. Not really, though. <laughs> How long have you worked with him? Since they started looking for me and mine. Perhaps ten years. That's a long time. To you. Fair enough. I'm sure you know a lot about what John Growl's been up to. I know a lot about what the director has been up to. Care to enlighten us? You already know much. He's become more zealous in the last year or so. He believes himself a soldier in the army of humanity against everything else. It's kind of ironic, I think, that he considers himself this champion of humanity, and yet he's got spider legs coming out of him. He traps monsters, kills them, experiments on them. All warriors lift a sword to go into battle. Is this not unnatural? He's caused a lot of harm, a lot of pain. He believes it justified. What do you believe? Doesn't matter what I believe. I think it does. I believe in my creator. And who is that? Almighty God. Wait, I'm sorry, are you like an actual angel? <laughs> <laughs> we all just look over. <laughs> I may no longer deserve that title, but yes, I was of his choir. I have a, I have a question, Johnny. Could I roll... Perhaps for my dark past, do I know what do I know about angels? Why don't you roll it? Also, 
Can I discern whether or not this angel has other feelings than what he is actually saying? How do you want to do that? Because <laughs> mental dominion only works on... Well, you also have telepathy. You could Telepathy and mental dominion, this weird mix. Mark, why don't you roll uh, investigate a mystery? Yeah, I rolled a 13. So I get two questions. Eight. So Mark, you'll get one question in a moment. First... When I dealt with this creature, one of its kind, what did I learn? So you never quite, you never properly battled an angel because you never would have put yourselves in the path of God's wrath. But they, they are, as they were sort of mentioned in the Bible proper, the form that this one has that looks quite human is odd. They usually are terrifying to behold. What, what you learned is that they were, as in the Bible, created with power and no free will. They exist to carry out the will of their master and they exist to love God. They have no choice in either case. Yikes. Okay, then I think for my second question, I want to ask uh, what black magic do I know that could help here? And I'm thinking like specifically like maybe getting him to like either cooperate or at least like momentarily disable the uh, his his connection to the director well obviously you know the thing with the dagger that you wanted to try to do in the first place yeah or would there would there be a way for him to actually have his own free will not soon it would take a lot of time and a lot of difficult things I think like I think the black magic that you learned about before was someone else having bound an angel like this to to them. And that took a great storm and the sacrifice of something innocent to perform. I think to the extent that you know of any a way to give something like this its own free will, you, it's it's only in whispers. Okay. The merest sliver of legend. It's the kind of, in the way that like resurrection magic is talked about. Mm, okay. Possible only in theory. Mm -hmm. So if I were to sever this thing's charm, it would it would break the whatever it's got with John Grawl slash the director, but would it then just go back to like loving God? Like, or because it's fallen, does that mean something different? It would revert to whatever state it was in before. Okay. You have one question, John. One thing that he knows to be true, but is reluctant to admit. <laughs> Sorry, that's a loaded, loaded question. Damn. <laughs> what is the land speed of a... <laughs> what do you mean? What African or European is your favorite color? <laughs> yeah. So the question is, what's something that he knows to be true, but is reluctant to admit? Yes. <laughs> God damn. It's a good question. It is. And this Great answer question. is, this answer is weird. And I don't know where it came from. <laughs> it came from your horrible brain. I love weird. This is the thing that's going to get this podcast protested. God is no longer worthy of his love. I think the angel is going to look at, well... Does he know that I got that answer from him? I think 100% he does. 
And he's going to just be like, You do not like to speak aloud, twin brother. Anna mentioned that you were calling her middle sister and Mark twin brother. What does that mean? That's who they are. What do you mean? What do you mean? Older sister. <laughs> just gonna just gonna leave that there. I only have one sister. Unless we're talking about Theo. And then he'll turn to Torres and be like, And you, your grace, I'm not what you expected. Sorry, what? What do you know of our origins? I only know what I can see. Why did you... Why are you being so formal? Am I being formal, your grace? Yeah. Yeah, why the fuck are you calling me that? That's what you call a queen. The fuck, bro? Can you see her? Can you see all the guardians? I can see you, your grace. So you can see her through me. You have such odd metaphors. What What do I look like? Like a queen concealed. Okay. Oh, I have thoughts. Would you explain in clear terms what exactly you mean? I have. Am I to be sent to my reward, or will you do the unspeakable to apply me to your service? I would never do that. I have been used for a large portion of my life. Then we have little to discuss. You already understand everything you need to understand about me. Somehow I doubt that's true. I'm going to find a way to save you. You'd be the first to try. Is there anything else you want to know or say to this angel? t I want to give him a weird look. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of weird look? Just like squinting at him like, what the fuck is your deal? Okay. And I would just have Yuna resume watching him. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Maya. <laughs> Hello, listeners. <laughs> Welcome to the intermission. Welcome. We've got a couple of announcements before we dive back into this dramatic ending episodes of the season. Yeah, we got a couple of announcements to just like run through. First off, are you looking to start a podcast? Yeah. Do you want to become a waveform weaving wizard? You bet. Maybe you're needing an upgrade to your audio or computer setup. I do. Well, you know what? You're in luck. Trust me. Next week, we have a new installment of Book Club. It is all about podcast editing. I had the wonderful pleasure of speaking with Ian, the GM and editor for Shrimp and Crits and an editor for Monster Hour, as well as Matt, the co-host and editor of Debate This and an editor on the Storyteller Squad. It was a great conversation. If you would like to learn more about podcast editing, audio editing, or just want to hear three editors geek out about (laughs) audio equipment and computer equipment and stuff like that, you should listen. The following week, we will be back with the next episode for the cover story on January 31st. What else should we remind them about, Lauren? 
Well, as usual, if you guys would like to support the show, we definitely appreciate it. You can leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your preferred listening platform is. We also have a page on uh, Podchaser that if you guys want to go there, um, that's a great place to leave reviews. If your podcatcher of choice does not... uh, do reviews. That's a great website that you can go to and leave a review as well. Every review that you guys leave, we love reading them. So we definitely appreciate it. And always, always tell your friends about us. Word of mouth is probably the best way to help spread our show. You can also follow us on social media if you want to connect with us. We are on Twitter at Monster Playbook and on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at Monsters Playbook. Uh, If you guys tuned in last episode, uh, you heard that we do have a new Tumblr account, which is very exciting. I know we all have some... (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) We are excited to be on Tumblr. We have some original creations to share, some some scenes that we've, we've written, some artwork... And if you guys have um, any fan art of the show that you guys want to share with us or fanfic, whatever it might be, Tumblr is the place to do that. So uh, connect with us over there and we'd love to see what you guys have to share. If Twitter has imploded, you can still, hopefully, knock on wood, find us on Discord. Come chat with us, ask us questions. We also host our listening parties here. Shout out to the current listening party. Hi guys. How's it going? We also have a merch store. So if you haven't grabbed a sticker or maybe an amazing Amazing desk mat. I love my desk mat. You can go check out our merch store, which is on Redbubble. And if you're wondering how do you find all these links, well, lucky for you, all of these things and more can be found in our direct me profile in this episode's show notes. Hell yeah. Maya, our promo for this week is for Ballad of the Seven Dice. They are an actual play podcast with three count them three ongoing shows yep one two three uh featuring different game systems and genres their newest show called escaping carcosa is actually very unique um their campaign is split up between two separate games Hmm. so one of the groups plays a call of cthulhu game where the characters seek to free players who are trapped in a game online that's called carcosa online whoa and that other group plays a Pathfinder 2E game as those players try to beat Carcosa online so that they can get free of the game. So it's a connected story that takes place between the two campaigns. It's a very cool premise. I had a chance to listen to some of the first few episodes, and I am loving it so far. But don't take my word for it. Go and listen for yourself. Let's roll the promo, Maya. Ooh, I can't wait to hear this. This is a player from Carcosa Online. Please, you have to help. We are dying here. People are dying. What the hell is this game? Hello. We here at Ballad of the Seven Dice are sorry for that interruption in your podcast listening. That audio clip was from a confused player from our new campaign, Escaping Carcosa, which can be found on the Ballad of the Seven Dice's podcast feed. Please let us out. They're They're eating us! The story follows two groups. One is a group of investigators trying to free the trapped players using Call of Cthulhu 7E. The other is a Pathfinder 2E group that is trapped inside Carcosa Online. You can also find a visual novel version of our show on our YouTube, and we also have live airings of our episodes every second Saturday at 4 p.m. CST. Tell my family I love them. Tell them I... We hope to see you there. 
And remember, Nostradamus Corporation cares. That was some good stuff. Yeah, that was really cool. I love the idea of these two separate groups mm -hmm. impacting each other. If you want to learn more about Ballad of the Seven Dice and where to follow them on social media, you can check out this episode's show notes. Links to all of those things will be located there. And Lauren, did you know that they're on Twitch? Ooh. Yeah, I think that like maybe we should start a Twitch. Like <laughs> we could bring our overcooked skills oh, to Twitch. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll workshop the Twitch idea. Okay, bye. <laughs> See you later. Have fun. I wonder does the queen possess more percentage of you than you are you asking me that yes what no i'm not at all i work for her it's just what what the angel said about no no never mind it's probably i visit her sometimes i've gone to her dimension maybe it like rubbed off on me but she's not 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 easy to confuse us Big, big lady. Very scary. Sure. Okay. Is she um listening? Probably. Yeah. Hey, what was that about? Were you like showing yourself or something? Hello? That thing has eyes that were not made on Earth. Yeah, I get that. I guess it's not weird that he could see you. I guess I'm like, why couldn't he see me? He could see you. No, he was just talking to you. True. Do you have something you want to say to me? You're being kind of weird lately. You have work to do. Yeah, cool. Don't know why I asked. Not even supposed to be talking to you. <clears throat> What's that? <laughs> <laughs> what? Nothing? Hmm? Huh? No? No? <laughs> Did you just go somewhere right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck that was about. Angel shit, I guess. Okay. I, um, it's not been a lot of weird shit, so just want to make sure everybody's okay. Theo, did you want to talk to Mark's mom then? Yeah, I guess when everybody else is talking to an angel, Theo's going to talk to a mom. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I think when last we met her, she she's still sort of setting about, um, embroidering glyphs into some of Dawnbreak's cloths to keep them warded you and mark had tried to talk to her before and mark tried to ask her about asking the sororis silentium i think he was gonna approach excuse me miss clayton oh theo right yeah um i'm wondering if i could ask you a question about some magic that you might be familiar with of course i'm not i'm gonna keep working though if that's okay yeah, no, that's really fun. I don't mean to, like, interrupt you or anything. And, it's, like, now is not a good time to talk. I can, like, maybe come back later. Or... Oh, please. I could use the higher brain distractions. You know, multitasking really is it. Never mind. About a month ago, um, Kira Ashwood and uh, her boyfriend, uh, Tommy Sparks, and myself went and checked out this weird building by Nathaniel Rose. And it turns out that it had, like, a soul silo in it. And... The magic seemed kind of familiar to what you and your organization the do. It's, it was kind of like a druidic magic. 
Are you familiar with it at all? I'm familiar with druidic magic. What exactly are you asking? Just if you have any information on how to, like, dismember, like, a soul silo or maybe, like, how to... Anything about, I guess, like, kind of, like, attracting souls or, like, dispelling souls? As I understand it, you're you're well on your way with that. You've got your techno friend and your little girlfriend. I'm, I'm sorry, what? Riley, the girl. Oh, um, quite literally your little girlfriend because <laughs> oh. she's like 10 I do keep forgetting to remind you that she's a 10 year old yeah. girl no, that's fine I don't know why I heard something like completely different like your little robot friend I don't know oh boy I don't know what I I don't know what I heard I think I blacked out there for a hot second <laughs> no yeah she, like she's doing a great job with like the true name magic like that's really impressive but um, I just, I'm not as familiar with like the druidic side of magic and thought that maybe you could offer any insight, maybe provide some guidance or wisdom. <laughs> Aren't you sweet? Coming to your elders for wisdom. The old ways work slowly and they're based on places of power. Think fossil fuel, but for magic. When a location is blessed and imbued again and again and again for years, decades, generations, that accumulated belief, it can be harvested, directed. So I think the Theo's gonna like grab a chair and like sit down and just be like, so like if where this whole silo is like located, that means that it has the original like ground is some sort of like sacred powerful place like kind of equivalent to uh like ancient you know indian burial grounds like that kind of thing well not here <laughs> what do you mean not here <laughs> this whole country is far too young for druidic place magic so like in europe yeah is Theo like fangirling out with mark's mom i think that she's more like geeking nerding out over like the information and mm -hmm. stuff but how i don't understand that doesn't like because there is a soul silo here like there was a place that was collecting souls unless like is i see i thought that it was i thought it was druidic magic or well then i suppose that's the good news if it's using that kind of magic without the place then the magic's in the stones you know, that makes a lot of sense because, like, the stone, there were stones with etchings or something. Like, the, what it was, what the room was built of was different. So, somebody could have, like, imported it from, like, an old ancient land and brought it, like, here, and that magic's still gonna work? If there's glyphs to further bind it, sure. At great expense, financial and mental. Does that, like, destroy, like, like the old place that used to be? Can you like destroy a location like that? Of course you can. It happens all the time. A place is only the place that we picture in our minds. You move it, you dismantle it, even just stop believing in it. Magic evaporates, it goes back to wherever magic comes from. 
Can I ask you a weird question? Have you been asking me any other kind? Wink. Oh, shit. How am I gonna do this? Because I'm getting bad feelings. Have you traveled and seen any of these sacred places? Not in some time, but yes. Where did you go? Ireland, mostly. Some in Norway. We're not just making conversation, are we, Theonessos? Just a little bit of admiration. I haven't seen one of these places. That sounds really interesting. Are you sure? I think Thea's going to give her her best smile. I'm really sorry. Thank you for letting me ask you all these questions. It was very interesting. I'm going to let you get back to your sewing. Samantha's going to give you her best smile and be like, a pleasure to speak with you. I guess Thea's going to leave it at that. I do kind of retcon want to say that Casey texted faces that just, if you're up for it, could use some help taking down the drum, come to this address. Okay. So when you guys walk back out into the main part of uh, Dawnbreak headquarters, AKA the dress barn, Riley has lined up her like a ring of, I think saltpeter, which I know from video games. Yeah, potassium nitrate. And in the center of it, she has a little pedestal on which is sitting a copper bowl that's full of some kind of like shimmering liquid. I think Kira walks up. What's this for? It's ready. She has sort of to one side a very long match, to the other side two strips of sort of thin grayish paper on which is written Evelyn Garrett Goldman and John Christopher Grawl. This is this will destabilize. This is to unphase. Unphase the director and John Grawl. How do we use it? Deploy it? I don't know. Administer it. The oil is burned and their names are offered. Oh, so it's already in progress. True name magic can work from anywhere. I see. But then what Aaron's trying to do, we have to just be in person. Okay. Modern magic is more up close. Okay. Thanks, uh, by the way, for all your help. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that John, I don't really know much about John Grawl, but he kind of seems like a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, he hasn't aged well. No, clearly not. He really didn't like uh, you from what I'm hearing. We had a complicated history. Maybe you can tell me about it sometime. Another time. For now, are we ready to begin? Yeah. I think people are going to start filtering in. Darcy will show up with Gavin and Blink, who is flitting around. Jenna will show up eventually, looking uncomfortably like her mother. Whoa. I think she's, al- she's also cut her vibrant blonde hair extremely short. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, she's got some she's got some crow's feet aging a bit prematurely. Faces does not show up. Does he respond at all? No. Okay. I think the first thing that's going to happen is that Jenna is going to walk up to you, Tiff, with with like soldier face and kind of be like, I mean, I've got I've got my pack. They'll be where we need them. Hi. Oh, hot. 
Hi. Sorry. <laughs> kind of expect you to be all business. No, I'm sorry. It's just, it's good to see you. God, how long has it been? A long time. Yeah. You know, I don't even remember the last time we saw each other. I don't remember either. That kind of freaks me out. How are you? I'm good, good. I mean, uh, obviously. Yeah, I mean, but you're running a pack. That's great. Yeah. I mean, I like to think I'm running it. It's it's a lot. I mean, it sounds like it. That's really, I'm happy to see it. Shit, thank you for coming. I'm sorry to short notice. Everything's happening so fast. We're infiltrating, and um, we, we think we have a shot at, at taking them down. Like, we're good. I mean, there's worse ways to take a target off our back, so. Yeah. It sounded like they'd been giving you a hard time. But aren't they you? So, I mean, I've been working for, yeah. I, 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 I went into the drum as an insider. You know, but uh, ears, ears wasn't always involved with all that. I, I didn't used to. Holy sh! Are you telling me you're a double agent? I mean, yeah. That is so cool. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Shit, it's good to see you. You know, after all this, we should like. I don't know. You're probably busy. You have a kid, but if you ever two. Holy shit. Yeah, they're a handful. How old are they? Three and five. Fuck. <laughs> Who is the baby daddy? Who is the father? His name's Duncan. You'd like him. Actually, I don't think you would like him. (laughs) (laughs) What what do you you mean? (laughs) He's maybe a little straight-laced for your speed. Uh, Well, look, I'm... Sounds like you're really... Yeah. I'm somebody's mom. (laughs) Yeah, you're a fucking mom. (laughs) Oh, shit. Ah. (sighs) So are you and Leth still... uh... Uh, Leth is here helping on business. Business. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, we... we, 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 (laughs) It's, I didn't mean to. Oh my god! No, I just saw no. her, and I kind of assumed that you. Oh, and I'm sorry. Her, like we we were for a, a long time, but then. It, I, no, it, I know, but long time. Well, it, yeah. I mean, may, it's complicated, but uh, look, I'm really. Ugh, it's good here. to see you. It's good to see you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I have a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Riley is ready. Okay, so when she does that, then we can make our move, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, do we need to be, like, in position or, like... That's what I was wondering, like, to maybe get the full duration of this spell. Maybe we need to be there. Or get him to come here. Yeah, the thing is that there is ears. Yeah. I don't want to take out people that we don't need to, nor do I want to add people to the fight. Because it's just me, Tiff, Jesse, and Kira. So, like, ears might see us all as targets. And Anna's going to speak up. Well, hold on. Didn't we hear, didn't we learn that there was 
to attract Mr. Green's attention, we could do something with Emily. Is there a way to trick it? Make him think she's dead? Bring him here? What are you thinking? Well, she can't physically die, but could we, like, sever her connection to him for just, like, a second, maybe? You know, make it seem like she's dead. I mean, fuck. We've, we've got how many of her magic users here? There's got to be something we could do. Is there any way that Tiff and Theo could use their force of will to try and dispel it? Does, by it, do you mean her being alive? Well, I think we were trying to target her connection. Or if we're trying to make her appear as if she had died, then maybe Theo can do... I wonder if there's any herbs or magic potion or something. So, you know, stuff the heart, that kind of real world shit. Fair degree, do you know of anything? You're you're pretty smart, right? Ways to kill? Of course. Ways to, to not to kill, to alter someone's, like, aura to make it seem as if they are dead, temporarily. Is that even a thing? In Fair Verona, where we lay our scene? Um... Or, or yeah, or yeah. I mean, I guess maybe is there a way to temporarily stop her heart, but have her come back? Like flatliners. The heart doesn't stop. That's the trick. So it would have to be some sort of magical thing to make it seem as if you're, you were dead. She, she wants to tell you something else, but she can't. Were you trying to get Green's attention? I mean, they're kind of one of the same. Because I, I agree, I don't want us to be going guns blazing into ears if we can avoid that. That sounds like a terrible idea. Unless we can fucking create fucking chaos. I was going to say, like... Diversion? We can stop him with chaos. So, I mean, if we go to infiltrate ears, that's chaos. Or else I thought about calling the author here and causing some sort of fight that way. Mm. What? Ooh. Hey. Hey, 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 idea, idea, Akira. Blink, blink, blink. Mm-hmm. You've said that the queen is like a extra, is a different space, right? She's cut off from everything else. Yeah, like a dimension. What if we like put Emily there? Oh, the queen is pretty safe, I think. That would definitely block her, right? Because they're, they're, like, they're like their own dimensions, yeah? Yeah, and whenever I've been there, I've been kind of cut off from everything else and vice versa. Maybe we try that. Maybe that could get... It's attention. I don't know. What do you guys think? Worth a try. Is that a stupid idea? <laughs> I like <laughs> it. Is it? Does it have a name? That dimension? My knowledge. She hasn't told me if it does, and I'm not really. She's in kind of a mood today. But uh, I mean, it's fine. I've brought people there before, and it's not a big deal. I mean, I brought you guys. They brought. Yeah, that went really great. <laughs> <laughs> Flashing back to like have Tommy getting cut across the cheek by the queen. Geomeda, <laughs> let me ask. Let me ask her really quick. Hey, uh, me again. Sorry to bother. Yes, you. Yeah, me. Your favorite. Um. Hey, we've got somebody that we're trying to hide. Would you be down to like host uh for a little while? <laughs> Someone new to conceal. Yes, please. From one of my brothers. I mean, he's kind of up to no good, so. And what are you up to? Trying to help for once. Roll manipulate someone. Ten. I'll take your friend off the board. Thank you. That would be 
really cool of you. It'll be something of a declaration. You should know that. What does that mean? He'll see it happen. Yeah. I mean, I think we know that we're starting a fight. He'll see it as something that he thinks can't be killed, dying. Well, that seems like a good message that we want to send. We should be ready. Okay. Can I ask when Tiff is having that conversation? How is left? Hmm. Looking away. Whoa. In annoyance? Embarrassment? Modesty? Like, let me give you guys some... Tiff roll plus sharp. Eleven. Thank God. When you talk to her, the way you get and where you kind of seem to go, she doesn't like to see it. Whoa. Cool. Okay. Hmm. So, like, I'm assuming we're about to fight. That's a good assumption. I mean, if, if that's <laughs> if that's the plan we want to do, then yeah, we kind of let's prepare. Like, once we do that, yeah. Do we want to take this in the parking lot? I think that maybe we should hide some people. I feel like Casey's going to ask Kira and maybe Riley, or just like the whole of Dawn Break. Like, are you okay if this happened here? Like, this is your base of operations. It's not people, Casey. It's a building. We can rebuild wherever if we need to. Oof. <clears throat> Had to ask. Well put. Can I talk to Tommy Sparks? Sure. Yeah. Uh, I think Casey will come up to him and just... Uh, can I grab you over here real quick? Yeah, what's the word, gunslinger? None of this is going to be easy, Davis. You can spit it out. I hope that what happened a couple months ago is just water under the bridge at this point. I'm sorry. It's a lot of water. But it, uh, it helps to hear you say that. I made her promise that I'd talk to you, and quite honestly, I put it off for a long time. <laughs> About as long as you could, I'd say. <laughs> I mean, of all the things that shouldn't be left unsaid, if anything, to happen, I don't want you and I being enemies to weigh on Kira's shoulders for whatever may happen with you two. I'm just saying, like... <sighs> She really loves you, Tommy Sparks. And I can see that you love her, too. She loves you, too, you know. Yeah. So let's fight for her. You could fight for her. I'm fighting for something a little bit different, but... Keep her safe, okay? Always. And hey, keep yourself safe, too. I can't make any promises. Sure you can. Have you seen your brother? Yeah, he's juicing up on um, components. If shit hits the fan, like if... When? When when shit hits the fan, if I go down in flames, let me. Don't let Kira stop me, because I just... This all needs to end 
whatever way possible. Roll manipulate someone. Uh, do I, since I apologize to Tommy, do, does that penalty go away? Well, one, no. Because you're going to minus. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to subtract three. Six. You don't get to just ride off into the sunset here, Casey. If you dive in and die, then what? I've gone into battle with a suicidal cohort. I'm not doing it again. I'm not planning on intentionally dying, if that makes you feel better. It doesn't. I just want it to end. I want us all to have a life after this. I want I want you and Kira to get married. I want Mark to date someone. I want something. I don't know. What do you want? I want some peace. Then fight for that. I have to find your brother. Sure. Fight for that. That. He'll just turn away and kind of walk away. Okay. I just wanted to say to Nick, keep an eye on my brother, would you? Just, it gives me a peace of mind that somebody's looking out for him and I'm going to put Gia as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm on the front lines with you. Okay. Got everything you need? Just about. I think he's got like a super. <laughs> he's got a super sharp knife that he's taking filings off of bullets and just making like this pile of iron filings that he's putting into pouches. Okay. Can I talk to Kira? <laughs> sure. Yes. Hey, what's up? Ready to do this? Can you tell if I'm lying? At this point. I think I know you pretty well. Yeah, totally ready. <sighs> Liar. This was never going to be easy. The thing I'm scared about most is just losing all of those that I care about. You, Jesse, Mark. I get that. I'm just going to fight like hell to keep you all. I hope you fight like hell to keep yourself around too because don't worry Tommy already gave me the speech I just oh okay I see I just want it all done yeah sure you want it all done but what comes after that's gonna be the really hard part Casey yeah I'm not I'm trying not to think that far ahead (laughs) and that's where all the dust settles and the pieces get picked up and I'm trying to think in the now uh not get shot, make sure that some of the people I looked out for, I may have sicked Nick and Gia on keeping an eye on Jesse. Mm-hmm. Because I know, yeah. Um, I apologize to Tommy. I'm sorry it took so long. You pro- You made me a promise. I knew you're good for it. He's really lucky to have you. And him to have you. And you'd have him? You guys are awesome. You're lucky. <laughs> uh Kira's gonna like put her hands like kind of like on your shoulders and be like, We're gonna need you, Casey. So I hope you have your head in the game. You say you're looking out for all of us, but you gotta know we're looking out for you too. Yeah. This doesn't this doesn't feel like it. This doesn't feel real. 
I know. After everything is settled, talk to Anna. Something seems kind of weighing on our mind. I don't... Worst timing ever, I know to bring this up, but it was kind of like looking in a mirror. Yeah, um, I've kind of picked up on it. I can actually kind of <laughs> feel it. Okay. Uh, so I can I can talk with her. But Well, I guess we better wrangle the troops. I think Casey's going to hug Kira real tight. Mm-hmm. I think Kira's just gonna like as she's like hugging you, she's like, let's give him hell. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And uh, I don't wanna leave Mark out, but I think like Casey might like wink at Mark. <laughs> I think Mark blushes. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Casey's into me. What? <laughs> um, so where do we wanna put everyone? Yeah, so I'm thinking like the building is still warded, so I think we have like a second like group maybe that's in the building, like laying down cover fire maybe for anybody that's outside. I mean, yeah, I mean I'm gonna be outside. I've got wings. <laughs> yep. Mark, where are you gonna be? I think I can scope from the roof, and actually, I'll probably set up the same uh, telepathy connection that we all had before, so we can communicate with each other. The sky walkie-talkie. Yeah, Lieutenant Torres, where what what are you and Lith what you and Leth gonna do? I was just gonna ask where Leth wanted to go. I think Leth is gonna want to be outside. Okay. In the fray. Um, I want to go somewhere where like the potential backlash of my magic isn't gonna hurt anybody. So I think outside, like on the side. I know it's probably not possible to be, like, away from everyone, but, like, I don't want to be, like, dead center. Fair. Okay. Theo? I think I might put her on the opposite side of, like, if Taurus is on one side of the battlefield, I'll put Theo on the other side. So, like, kind of maybe doing the same thing as Taurus, because Theo also has backlash. I imagine Tommy is going to be kind of fighting toe-to-toe with the werewolves pack. I think um, I'm going to have Veridegree watch the angel and Yuna and um, Edgar are going to, I think, be up on the roof. Well, Yuna will be up. Nope. Yuna's got her fucking, that's right. She's got her fucking bat. She's going to be up in close quarters. And then Edgar, maybe we'll just kind of be like at the door, uh, kind of guarding that entrance. Guard dog. (laughs) I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but yeah. Would talk mind if I assign them to like guard Aaron and like put Aaron some the safest place in the building? Who's taking Aaron's device? That was my next question. I wonder if either Kira or Mark should hold on to it because in the case that if one of the other ones like like somebody who can move easy, Kira Kira can take it. She can have that since she can move around pretty easily. Okay. And then how, like, how approximately how long do we have to, like, maintain that, like, for it to take effect to go into the device or whatever? 10 to 15 seconds. Okay. Cool. I think as you're doing this, this planning, all these people are sort of filing about and Darcy's going to come right up to you, Kira, and be like, you mentioned something about an arm. Oh, yeah. Um, You sure you want one? As long as he can't use it. Oh, um, cross. 
right? Or who? Director? I don't know. I don't them. Know. The whole drum. <laughs> Doesn't matter. As long as it's mine. Uh, yeah, I can, I can do something about it. Uh, one, one second. And I want Kira to talk to McCleary. Ooh, okay. Also, I want Torres to know that there's a, uh, someone's going to build a limb out of shadows and you want a part of it. Sorry, what? Uh, the queen knows that there's a plan going on, that someone, someone's missing an arm and they want to build one out of shadows. And the queen thinks that's a very interesting idea indeed. You should be a part of it. The queen thinks you can make that arm quite useful indeed. I don't think I need to do that. It sounds like they've got it covered. Maybe we can talk about this later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I want to talk to uh, Cleary really quick. Okay. Hey, um, so I wanted to just check in with you. I think you are looking at his back and he is appearing to clean his guns. Okay. Are you preparing for a fight? I'm always prepared for a fight. Yeah. Um, this this girl named Darcy, she wants to fight too, and she wants me to create an arm of shadow. And the first time that this got brought up, uh, you had some opinions about that. And you're here to ask for permission? I'd like to check with you if that's okay. She is asking. I, I meant what I said before. I don't want us to constantly be arguing anymore. Roll manipulate someone. Um, 11. It's a fine line between a soldier and a weapon. Just keep her on the right side of it in your head. She's a person, Ashwood. She doesn't belong to you. I, I know. Thank you. <laughs> Whatever. He goes back to his gun. All right. And Kira will go back to Darcy. <laughs> All right, are you ready for a, an arm? Couldn't be any worse than the last one, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, let's just put you over here. Um, stay still. <laughs> we'll use magic. Tara's, oh, she's doing it wrong. Well, I rolled a 12, so advanced move. <laughs> Mind your own business. She's just going to let her walk around with that thing. There's not even a tet. Yeah, kids. Children. It's not your problem. It's Shadow Tiff. It's not my problem. It's my realm. <laughs> All right. Um, can I? So, since I rolled magic, can I use that old black magic to investigate a mystery? Also, sure. Is there any like side effects of having this arm? What do you mean by side effects? Like, is it, will it be fine? Or is there any, like, long-term consequences or things that, like, she should be aware of? That depends on her. Okay. It's essentially a new aspect of her. Um, I honestly think about it like a kind of skill tree. And, mm -hmm. like, as she sort of invests more time and effort and energy into it, it will grow in influence. But if she invest time and energy elsewhere that will grow in influence so it's it's kind of a new aspect of her all right so yeah she goes down she comes back up and she's got a frayed 
sleeve and then then just this just like semi-transparent muscular shadow arm and then i because i have mystic i get plus one on my next roll okay are you ready <laughs> um i think diego's gonna stick with me i think casey's gonna post up at like a window i want diego to flank casey did you say Diego was all was out by like a window? Yeah, he's like posted up like inside, kind of parallel to me. Yeah, because I think Anna's down there too, roughly. Okay. Cool. Do you need a gun? I have a shotgun. Okay. I mean, if you get something more long range, it wouldn't hurt. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Casey's gonna hand Anna her sniper rifle. You gonna take the red rifle? <laughs> Casey's gonna use the red rifle. Okay. Casey also has the dagger from the Invisible Family strapped to her along with all of her other weapons of choice. I feel like I have to say something to Jesse. Where would Jesse go? On the roof with a sniper rifle. Yeah. And then Casey will like check on him real quick on the roof. Got all the bullets you need? Who do you think you're talking to? The guy who trained me. So you got backups on backups. <laughs> Try not to hit, try not to hit Cosmo while you're up here. I just got him fixed. Oh my god! Priorities, Casey. Well, that's why I'm up here. Okay. You're getting sentimental. You're not wrong. I'm... This is it. <laughs> this is this. Like this is the fight. Like we're finally taking the drum down. I hope. You have a plan. Marley's gonna do their name magic. The other magical people are gonna do their magic. People who have guns are gonna do their gun shit. Werewolves are gonna tear up something. And Kira, or whoever's best able, is gonna slam that thing Aaron made on the director's chest. Then don't hope. Execute. I think Casey actually like, straightens up a little bit. Yeah. Got a plan. Hey. You got this. Yeah. We've got this. Don't miss. I don't miss. I also forgot that Donovan is here. (laughs) (laughs) Donovan will absolutely be in this guy. Okay. Yeah. And I want to say that I want, like, as soon as the people start coming, Kira actually wants to hide in the shadows to start. Roll it. Okay, with plus one. That's a 10. Okay. You're in the shadows. That was magic roll again, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, so then I get another plus one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice job. On the next roll. Uh, okay. Before before Riley and all of this whole thing starts to put in action, I do think like Kira would say to Tommy and Donovan, at some point, I'm going to try to stick this guy with this thing. That's going to basically be how we get this him in this device. Make sure everybody stays away from me when I do that. Give me cover fire. Got it. Stay safe. And then I think she'd give Tommy a kiss and slip into the shadows. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I'm just imagining Kira kissing Tommy, but then becoming Shadow as she continues to kiss him. (laughs) Sorry. Kissing him. Over here. Leaving Tommy alone with Donovan. <laughs> and Donovan just being like, what the fuck? <laughs> what exactly are your intentions with Kira Ashwood? <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, Shadow Dead. <laughs> okay. Tell me what you're doing. Well, first we hide Emily, right? And we get Mr. Green's attention. And then I think as soon as she's hidden, we would, like, I think Kira would signal to Riley, like, we're ready. The watcher is no longer watching. Light it up. Torres, I will ask you to describe what happens when you put Emily where you're going to put her. Well, I would like to think that I introduce myself first. I don't think I've ever met Emily. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, uh, Captain Torres, sorry, Lieutenant. Uh, it doesn't matter. I, sorry to be meeting you like this. Uh, this might be a little weird, but also maybe not. I don't know what roll with. <laughs> Emily, my mates call me Am. You ever been to another dimension before? I wish I could say no. <laughs> ah, well then this will be a breeze. Uh, I don't know what it looks like when I go into the, I, I think maybe, maybe it just looks like kind of like a shadow portal that it kind of like, like a door opens and. If I may. Yeah. I think that what happens is like, like you are kind of standing and then you completely fade to black and then you sort of step out from this odd silhouette of you. Dope. That then kind of grows in size until it becomes the portal. And it does look like, yes, yeah, smoke and darkness. And like, I think because shadow cannot quite exist without light, there is like these weird sort of searchlight firefly type things shooting Ooh. around inside uh -huh. this door. Extremely cool. I tell her, um, so I, I should be able to hear you if you if you need anything, just just uh, give a shout and don't don't let her give you a hard time. She's uh, prickly, but I, she shouldn't bother you. Huh? Yeah, the the queen. She's rules that realm. She, it's fine. She's all all bark. <laughs> <laughs> Very well. All right. And she'll walk in and kind of look back at you. And then the door will like squeeze and slam shut. Meanwhile, Riley will have a number of Dawnbreak people sort of going around in the circle of Saltpeter with hammers basically pounding and then moving a few degrees and then pounding again while in the middle of it all she takes and strikes the long match and puts it into the copper bowl which erupts into flame and then she takes the first name and she says the possessor john christopher grawl i call you out and bind you and drops it into the flame and it flitters into ash and drops into the liquid. The possessed Evelyn Garrett Goldman. I call you out and raise you up. She puts that into the flame and instead of bursting into the same kind of yellow gold fire, it burns green. Riley's face scrunches into a mask of concern 
and she tries to drop it but finds that she can't and the flame spreads to her robe and her hand uh can anna try to like help her maybe put out flames or something how fucking like grab a fucking blanket or something from the couch and smother that fire anna roll act under pressure so that's a an eight so I think you can get there and like all of the sort of actual fire, even within the copper bowl, you're able to put out, but not this. And it spreads even farther. It doesn't affect you. It's just burning her up. She's also frantically trying to pat it out. She's like, I don't understand. Why is this happening? You can see the skin on her hand begin to bubble and crack. Oh God. Um. And I think Anna is like freaking out and she looks around. Somebody help! Um, can I focus cast out evil for her hand? I guess that's an unnatural creature. I can't really. Roll it. Nine. What's that mean? It says on a seven to nine, it takes a little while for the banishing to take effect. The creature has time to make one or two actions. Either way, the banished creature is unharmed and you'll have no control over where it goes. So, despite everything that she and you are doing, this fire continues to spread until it has most of her midsection and some of her legs. Um, can Anna, can Anna read a bad situation and see what's going on? Roll it. 10. 10, ask your three questions. What is causing this? She was wrong about what Evelyn is. A body possessed, the champion of Mr. Green. How do we stop the flames? I think in answer to that, you're all going to hear a booing voice as though it's coming from the sky say, Oh, little princess, what did you think you would find here? Oh, it's a shame you couldn't have been frozen in time when you were a little more ripe. You can't stop this fire. Because it's not really fire. What is it? Order. I think with her one flaming hand and her other not on fire hand, she will. Riley will grab Anna by the shoulders and say, Listen, it's not a body, not a human one. It's the same thing that happened with the queen. Ask the queen. John Grawl isn't possessing. He's a spike. And then the flame covers her face. Oh, I think Anna just watches in horror. Riley? Tiff? What's up? Torres, we need you inside now. What's up? Where? I run inside. She's dead. In this ring of saltpeter near the like smoking copper bowl, there's just this like smoldering corpse that Anna's standing over. What what happened? She said that the queen the queen would know what to do. That um, that John Grawl, it's not really a body. It's it's a, a spike or something that the queen would know. What does that mean? I don't know. We have to ask her. Hey hey, we need you real quick. Hmm. What does that mean? You know, part of me hoped I was unprecedented. But of course it would be a 
narc guardian. I guess Mr. Green did to what you did. What do you mean what I did? It's um hard to talk about, I guess. I don't think I did it on purpose. What did you do? There must always be a queen concealed, Tiff Torres. And the queen must have her champion. What are you fucking saying? Come out here and talk to me. I think a shadowy figure with antlers coming from her head and the sort of silhouette as though she is wearing a baggy jacket. I guess the good news is you did it. You killed her. But you can't really. I didn't though. I fucked it up. No, I did. I killed her. Who the fuck are you? I'm Tiff Torres. The Queen Concealed. Can all of us who are in this room see and hear this? Yes. I'm assuming it's telling the truth? Yes. But I wasn't her, not really. Or I wasn't ready to be her. I needed to be you. But I could do that. I had so much power. I have so much power. But I needed a footprint. I needed me. And so, you. Tiff is just like looking at her hands and looking around, like clearly freaking the fuck out. That's not true, though. It is. Of course it is. I'm not. I'm not her. I don't lie to you. But I never lie to you. I remember failing. That I had to square the circle. You couldn't walk around thinking you'd done what I did and still be mine. This is good news. This is bad news. But look at me. Who the fuck am I? You're you. I'm you. You're me! No, I'm fucking not! I'm all of this! And all of the shadows in the whole room, like, grow. I look at Leth desperately. Oh, she's got tears in her eyes. Can Casey read a bad situation? She can try. How do I undo this? I don't want this. This is all you are! Why would This is what you wanted! I rolled a five. You sure did. Woof. Why would you turn your back on this? I think I throw up. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're telling me she's dead and I'm dead. No. And she like puts a hand under your chin. You're very much alive. I don't want to talk to you. There's some activity happening outside. I was gonna say, since I failed that role, like read a bad situation, I kind of feel like Casey would shoot the queen. Oh, the queen. fuck! Oh boy! Because I'm assuming, like the you know opposite of good with that. Because Casey was trying to read a bad oh. situation, like how to best contain what the fuck is going on there, and I'm assuming that the worst outcome would be to shoot. Okay. I have a great idea. <laughs> it's gonna ruin everything. 
do it, do it, do it, do it. So I think she like is bending down because I think she's also grown to about nine feet tall. She's bending down to sort of try to comfort you, Tiff. And then there is a ripping crack of a gunshot and the queen rockets her head to one side and between her antlers traps the bullet. Does it matter that it's the red rifle? In fact, it does not. Okay. Poor fool. There's There's no no blood blood here. here. The bullet evaporates into a red dust. I'm I'm on your side. She's She's on your side. Tiff would just be like having a panic attack. She's just like, "Mm -mm -mm -mm." I really want to hug Leth or something, but I think she's freaked out too. After after Mark, like I'm assuming Mark can see what's happening. Mm -hmm. Is there any way that Mark would be able, like as he did in the forest, like out of like when when the bullet is caught that just like sends shivers probably up Mark's spine like holy shit is that something that could trigger the red noise again <laughs> or is that why don't you try to do you want to try to summon him yeah why don't you roll use magic when if at all possible please miss <laughs> seven okay pick a glitch uh an unwanted side effect Oh, good. Okay. Mm. I like uh, that. I don't no, like great. that. No, no. Is it too late to change my mind? <laughs> <laughs> so you summon Ak, your large, staticky, slender man friend. You summon him outside, and uh, he sees you out there, and he sort of looks to you for um, directions. But it's not you. Everybody who's on the roof she's descending from the sky the director he sort of reaches out his hands and three like pitch black cubes with pure white outlines appear and drop and pop open on the parking lot one of them opens up to be a leather-clad, wild-haired version of Mark Clayton with red staticky wings. One of them opens up to be wearing a sleeveless sort of vest with scars up and down her arms. Version of Kira with two pairs of wings. One black, one red. And then one of them is basically a heavily armored female soldier of some kind. How far is Ak from them? Quite close to that version of Mark. And that version of Mark points to the dress barn and says, Crush it. Executive producer Johnny Krupp.
This has been The Monster's Playbook, featuring Sarah Baker as Tiff Torres, John Wander as Mark Clayton, Lauren Johnson as Anna and Kira Ashwood, Maya Dutchen as Casey Davis and Theo Nessos, and Johnny Grubb as literally everybody else. Our theme song is by me, Johnny Grubb. The Monster's Playbook is produced and engineered by Maya Dechen and edited by Maya Dechen and Lauren Johnson. If you liked this episode, please tell a friend. We love friends. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Monster's Playbook and on Twitter at Monster Playbook and on Web 1.0 at monstersplaybook.com. And come hang out with us on Discord. We're fun. We'll see you next episode where, as always, I'll have some good news and some bad news. Thanks for listening. Uh, hang on, okay. hang on, hang on a sec. My already, I have to like change my audio hardware. I think. <laughs> I you said my artery. I have to change my. Pop artery. it out. <laughs> one, one moment, please. <laughs> oh, real quick. I'm uh, just, just about to go under the knife for some just real quick heart surgery. Uh, shouldn't be more than what five minutes, guys. They're telling me I'm wrong, but I don't think so.